0: Welcome back to Mortgage Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in British Columbia and Alberta, born and raised in Calgary, currently living in North Vancouver. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm going to talk about work permit holders and gifted down payments. Let's begin. When qualifying for a mortgage, the down payment verification process typically requires documentation that proves you have had the funds in your possession for a minimum of 90 days and as long as 120 days. And there's quite a bit more to it than just the 90 to uh, 120 day history. I'll get to that later in this episode. But for now, let's skip over to gifted down payments. Lenders do allow down payment proceeds to be gifted from immediate family members. It's totally allowed. But there is one major caveat when it comes to gifted down payment eligibility for work permit holders. Now, work permit holders follow the same down payment guidelines as Canadian citizens do, except when it comes to gifted down payments. With work permit holders, gifted down payment proceeds are allowed but only after the applicant provides a minimum of 5% from their own sources. So, for example, on a $400,000 property purchase, a minimum down payment of $20,000 is required from your own sources. So this would be your own money. And any down payment amount above $20,000 is eligible as gifted funds. So said another way, gifted proceeds are acceptable for down payment for sure, but not when they form the entire down payment amount. You must have at least 5% from your own sources. For Canadian citizens, however, the gifted proceeds can form the entire down payment, but not for work permit holders. Wondering whether to proceed with a fixed or a variable mortgage? Why not pick both? There's a mortgage just for that. In fact, there's a mortgage that allows you the flexibility to configure it any way you desire. I call them hybrid mortgages. So let's say you have a $500,000 mortgage. If you wanted to, you could configure it so that $200,000 is allocated in a 5-year fixed rate, $100,000 as a 5-year variable, and the remaining $200,000 as a home equity line of credit. And better yet, every year you receive a detailed statement from the lender that outlines the cumulative interest charges for each configured mortgage. If you want to learn more shoot me a text or give me a ring at 604-800-9593 604-800-9593 or look me up at homefinancingsolutions.ca one application one credit check and access to Canada's top lenders and now back to the episode so with that let's quickly move the key uh, get into and review the key down payment verification points Uh, which everyone uh, has to abide by, whether you're a work permit holder or a Canadian citizen. Here's what the lenders will require. 120-day history of your down payment proceeds. Um, And ask your lender or your mortgage broker the start and end dates that are required for the 120-day period, as they do vary with lenders. Other than your personal income deposits, if there are any additional deposits that exceed $5,000, within the 120-day verification you initially provided, you must also provide a 120-day history of that deposit. I know, that's pretty confusing. So if there is an isolated deposit in your bank account that is larger than $5,000, Canadian banks will ask where the deposit came from and, furthermore, demand documentation to verify it further. So, you know, that could be, you could get a $5,000 lump sum investment, deposit showing in your bank account it could maybe be from investments or you've cashed out some type of investment or it could be transferred from another bank account that's totally fine you'll just have to now uh, track further back from that other account 120 days that you've had um, the funds for or perhaps you sold a vehicle or some personal possession Um, you'll have to provide some sort of verification that whatever it is that you sold in this case i'm using maybe a vehicle so you'll have to provide that documentation so this part is standard with all canadian lenders as per canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing laws so basically you have to provide that paper trail no questions asked Um, typically you know if you've moved money from various accounts and have some you know complicated six or seven bank accounts where you're moving stuff around it, it could be a very cumbersome gathering these uh, documents so heads up and um, just be aware that the documentation that you provide must display or confirm your ownership so your name and or account number must be displayed on the documents um, cross-reference documents are acceptable for example if your bank statement displays your account number but not your name Um, You can additionally provide either an older and more complete version of the bank statement or a void check, which will be used as a cross-reference document um, to verify your name to the account number, something that links the two. And finally, for the gifted down payment portion, uh, this one is pretty simple. The family member who is gifting you the funds will have to sign a form that discloses that they are doing so. And that there are no obligations to pay back or return the funds and along with this signed form, which the lender will provide to you a copy of your bank statement will also be required that shows the deposit of the gifted funds into your bank account. Okay. So here's what you don't want to do when it comes to down payment verification. Um, Avoid using your cell phone online banking portal for down payment verification documents as they typically do not display the account number and your name in their entirety. Uh, Abbreviations to your name and account number are not acceptable. And this is typically what we see. So avoid the, oh yeah, here's my bank statement, like snapshots from your cell phone, your cell phone portal. Avoid that. It's pretty much useless to lenders. We're going to end up requiring more detailed or higher quality documentation. Do not scratch out or modify any information on the documents that you provide, because if you do, the lender will deem the document null and void, and you'll have to do it again this time without scratching anything out. And lastly, provide documents in their entirety, even if the final page contains miscellaneous information. So for example, if you provide documents that display page one of seven, and you only provide four pages, the lender will request the remaining three pages. So provide documents in their entirety. Uh, one last thing here. Be aware that at the time this episode was published in October uh, 2023, the Prohibition on the Purchase of Residential Property by Non-Canadians Act, okay, also known as the Foreign Buyer Ban, It has been in effect from January 1st, 2023 to January 1st, 2025. And in the provinces of British Columbia and Ontario, the foreign buyer tax is also in effect. I know, confusing. So just a heads up, if you are currently a work permit holder at this time, October 2023, you need to make sure you fulfill the eligibility requirements for these two important and and what could be costly laws. Uh, or acts as they're they're referred to as, above and beyond everything else I discussed in this episode. Basically, if you're a work permit holder in Canada at this time, you cannot purchase in BC and Ontario until you receive your permanent residence. Okay, well, technically you can, but you'll be paying a massive 25% tax on your purchase. Uh, but for the rest of Canada, if you're a work permit holder, where there is no foreign buyer tax, you can certainly purchase property provided that your work permit doesn't expire within six months of your purchase and completion date. Okay, I really hope all this made sense. But if not, just give me a ring and I would be happy to discuss with you in greater detail. That's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you're in British Columbia or Alberta, as I am licensed to service these specific provinces. And especially if you're in uh, from Vancouver or Calgary, as I'm very familiar with these markets. And of course, I welcome calls and emails from all over Canada and the entire world for those that are in the process of or have recently relocated or immigrated to Canada from elsewhere, or for those who have moved from one province to another as I specialize in new to Canada and relocation mortgage applications. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, or you can get me on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, or just go ahead and link up to my website, homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to Mortgage Genomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.